Welcome to Critical Thinking Required, hosted by LBW. Our goal is simple. We want to challenge you to think differently about finance and business. Join us and start the journey today. Okay, guys, we are back. Uh, this is Tim Bickmore with my two colleagues, Nathaniel Leach and Dan Weiss. And today we're going to talk about small business. Before we get into what we're going to talk about, I just want to say that we all here at LBW recognize that small business is the lifeblood of the U.S. economy, and we recognize that in this current time, it can be difficult um, with the certain circumstances for some small businesses, and it is great to see the U.S. government step in, or hopefully stepping in soon, to help provide some relief to the people who have been affected by the current crisis. Um, but what we want to talk about today is what should you do in events um, that we're experiencing right now? And who should you be talking to? Who should you rely on? Who should you be leaning on? And give a little bit of insight from, from us. And then in addition to that, we wanna talk a little bit about the mentality behind this type of a crisis because as the three of us are, know very well, it, it's intense. The feelings are intense. This is real. You know, It is affecting people in a very real way. And we just want to give an idea of how you can kind of combat that. Again, the qualitative that we speak about so often. So I'm going to uh, actually throw this one over to Nathaniel to talk a little bit about who you should lean on and different things you can look for, because he really is our in-house expert when it comes to small business. So Nathaniel, if you want to kick us off and talk a little bit about that, that would be fantastic. Sure, Tim. So I'd like to start off by saying that, that small business owners have two hats. One of those is your trade. The other one is being a business owner. And, and being a business owner is a whole bag of stuff. And what I think small business owners should be aware of is that doing that job, it's, it's very hard for you to do that on your own, which is why we have recognized that it's important to rely upon what we call our COIs or our um, centers of influences, our professional network, that is the, the people that, that help us act as business owners. So uh, that would include our HR slash payroll team. Uh, we use the employer group out of Verona. Uh, our CPAs, we use Johnson Block. Uh, we have uh, a number of legal sources for, for various types that we, uh, we have for our business. Um, uh, we, we use like Stafford Rosenbaum. These are the people during this time period that, that we are relying upon for help in interpreting what is coming down the pipeline in terms of uh, the bills that are currently moving through Congress and what is becoming actual law. So as we all know, before a bill becomes law, it can be rewritten a number of times. So uh, you really want to pay attention to what the actual law is that is the final product. And, and I can say that right now, what has recently been passed in, uh, out of Congress and signed by the president has been left to a, a lot of interpretation. There, there are some holes in the understanding of what that law provides in that, for example, how, what is the definition of being on paid leave? Do, does the person who is requesting paid leave have to have uh, a record of going to the doctor or, or calling into their doctor that what kind of record is required because of course uh, the, the federal government doesn't want this to be subject to fraud so they have to think of ways to police that 
and those ways haven't been released. So we, we've already reached out to our HR people as well as our CPA and asked them, listen, can you, can we take advantage of these laws, these new laws here? Can you help us interpret what we can take advantage of? And quite frankly, they don't know. They don't know yet. They're still trying to piece it together themselves. And that's okay because we're not the experts when it comes to the laws that are passed uh, as small business owners. We, we need to rely upon those, those uh, professional, uh, professionals that we have, we have learned from. We also, though, strongly believe in the concept of trust but verify. So while we encourage you to rely upon that, that professional network, we also encourage you to be cognizant of what they are telling you. And you need to understand what they're telling you and how it may apply to you. Because ultimately, the buck stops with you as a business owner. It's, it's all on you. The liability, the responsibility, it's on you. I would also say that is that there are a number of resources out there that we have come to on the understanding of our own, which includes uh, the following. So for example, uh, the SBA, the Small Business Administration, uh, they are providing loans that, in the state of Wisconsin at least, you can get a loan that has a 30-year amortization at 3.75%. That's an incredible interest rate for an incredibly long amortization. That's an incredible deal. If you are in need of capital to run your business, that is an excellent possible idea. We also have heard that WEDC is offering grant money to people who apply for their for small business owners. We've also heard that you can take initiative and you can call your credit card provider and ask them if they will defer your payments interest free and late charge free. That's that's incredible. I, I know for uh, I know that American Express is offering it to some people, and I know that Chase is offering it to some people with their credit cards. It can't hurt for you as a small business owner to just call people up. What about your commercial lenders? Calling them up and asking those uh, lenders who uh, have your line of credit, and ask them, listen, can I pull this line of credit, and can I defer the the interest payments or the the principal plus interest payments, however it's worked out for the next three months, six months. It cannot hurt for you to take the initiative and just ask. There is nothing wrong with asking. Uh, another possible source of, of liquidity could be going to your landlord. There, there has been talk about, and I'm not sure if it's been passed in the law, but there is some relief for mortgages. It's unknown if that, I think that that is possible for both commercial as well as residential mortgages. So if your landlord is getting a break on their mortgages for the building that you operate out of, then there is no harm for you to go to that same landlord and ask for a deferment. There's nothing wrong with that. We would encourage those of you who, even if you have a big emergency fund in, uh, for, to operate your business, and you can last, you think you can last maybe three to six months under the current conditions. There is nothing wrong for asking for more help from that professional network of yours and also your, your vendors that you rely upon to, to uh, that you pay rent to, that you uh, 
have your, your working capital relationship with, that line of credit. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, this is, that was good. That was actually really good. The only thing that I would you know add on to what Nathaniel was saying is that when you are looking at certain providers, you know, be conscious of your also your industry, right? So some of this potential stimulus may affect, for example, restaurants or bars or industries that are more um, potentially afflicted by this crisis than others. So having someone that you know, if your CPA is you know a resident expert within for example, you know, restaurants deals with a lot of people. It's nice because they're going to create a lot of synergies where they can, they can discuss it. They can know it. They can interpret it a lot quicker. Um, so again, it, it just, I would, I'd advocate being conscious of where you sit within um, an industry and then who you're talking with. That could be a lawyer because they, they will have some knowledge base maybe on a specific industry than someone else. So it's always helpful because even for example, for us within our small business, the way that we, are treated from a regulation standpoint, even though the SBA loan could be very attractive to us, we may not be able to take that on just depending on regulations and how we're regulated as our industry. So we would potentially have the ability to take advantage of it. So it can be industry specific. So you just have to be conscious of that, which again, as Nathaniel mentioned, trust, but verify, make sure you're getting good information. Uh, it's very easy usually to search things. Um, it may take a minute to read a few articles and some legalese, but overall, it's definitely beneficial just to make sure that, you know, you're verifying the information you are receiving. Uh, Dan, I, I want to toss over to you. And, you know, if we can talk a little bit about just the mentality behind this type of a crisis and being a small business owner yourself, but also talking with our small business owners in our book of business, just about how to kind of guide yourself through such turbulent times, I should say. I think that for any business owner, um, even if you're playing catch up because you're, you're just swamped right now, this is a time for reflection. And it, it, for most of us, passion led us into the business that we've created and that we run. And for most of those people, they now are dependent on the success of that business uh, in, in multiple ways. They're dependent on the success of that business. I think that what, we'd want to drive home here is that understand that the vast majority of businesses cannot insulate themselves from events like we've seen over the last couple of weeks. So don't be so hard on yourself. And the truth of the matter is you may not make it through this and you also might, but either way, whether it's from a mental standpoint or from an operation standpoint, you're probably going to come out of this a bit different than where you went into it. That's okay. And it could actually be very useful. Uh, sometimes you have to burn it down to build it up better. And, um, you know, in, in that kind of uh, vein, be careful not to make rash decisions. Try to step out where you can step out so that you're making decisions that are sound to the business. And in doing so, you might find uh, a situation where you can evolve uh, to something greater. So for example, perhaps maybe you have an office or equipment that you really aren't utilizing. And here in a time of crisis, that's evident. Well, maybe it makes sense for you not to have that piece in play. Or we have a contact on the East Coast, in the Philly area, who runs an outstanding business in the insurance arena, and uh, 
you know, that, that individual and her company has pulled back or held back, I should say, on expansion up into this point. And now they can see that their expansion abilities can be done virtually to a greater extent and with a lot greater ease than they ever expected. And so their business has seen an expansion. So step back and think about really how you're, how you're dealing with your business and indeed if it survives, what it should actually look like. And if it doesn't survive, and at a certain point in time, you have to be rational about, about cutting that loss, that happens. That is, uh, that's not, sometimes that just, that just can't be on you. Even the greatest businesses can fail in circumstances like this that are unexpected. And I, both Dan and Nathaniel have said some great things. So I'm just going to add two things onto Dan. Uh, one is that I think if, if, if you are have a business that unfortunately doesn't make it through this circumstance, uh, you, should, you should always hold your head up high. I think that anybody who's taken the risk and the opportunity to try to try to start a small business and run a small business for you know years to come, uh, that's a feat in itself. Um, there is a lot yeah. of businesses that do fail regardless of a circumstance like this. I mean, this is an unprecedented time. And I think that if you do fail, it doesn't mean you can't start again. And it, it's a learning opportunity in a lot of different ways. And it's, but don't get me wrong. I know how difficult it would be to have to step away from something, but it definitely is not a failure. Um, I, at least I wouldn't see it in that light. And then also when it comes to making some of those decisions, I, I mean, I can't emphasize enough that, even for us going through some of this, it, it can be very hard. The reality of it is it's hard to make decisions, but sometimes not making decisions, the best decision you can make. So if you do feel like you need a rush, maybe sit on it for a day, right? Give it 12 to 24 hours, sit on it, think about it, and then make the decision because you really want to have as clear mind as possible when it comes down to having to potentially let someone go to shutting your doors um, those kind of decisions deserve the time to think. They really, really do. Um, so that's the only other things I would add on to that. But guys, that, that really brings us up to, um, I think my favorite part of our podcast is what we've learned today. Um, who would like to start? I'll, I'll take it. Go ahead. Uh, so both Tim and Dan have said some excellent points here. I would just wrap up my piece by, you have to be rational. I mean, despite the stress uh, because this stress is like no other as a small business owner uh, versus working for, for as an employee for somebody else. This stress is completely different. It's, uh, we have a client who likes to say that uh, the highs are like no other, but the lows are just the same. They're just like no other. But that being said, I would say that there's a, there's a few key things that you have to remember. Uh, there's nothing, as Dan said, there's nothing wrong with with failing as a small business owner. Uh, many, many great companies have grown from supposed failures. Uh, 3M, based out of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, started out as a mining company. Now look at it today. It's a, it's a conglomerate that has an incredible culture that has survived for, I think, well over 100 years now, I want to say. You should, you should learn from these failures. You should learn from your mistakes. Don't just take the mistake and then put your head down and keep forging ahead. Learn. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'd also say that you should 
you should constantly be positioning yourself. Position yourself to, as I said, to reach out to people, to, to learn how these new federal laws can affect you. Position yourselves consistently uh, with understanding where your business is today and where you want your business to be tomorrow. Position yourselves to be there, to take advantage when luck presents itself, when an opportunity presents itself. And then third, luck is, is huge. Luck can be an incredibly powerful thing. And if you ever come across it, accept it and take advantage of it. Oh man, that was, I love the ending of that, by the way. That was my favorite. Um, that was, that was awesome. Dan, I'm going to have you go last because I'm going to, so I'm going to pick on you. I'm going to go really quick. Uh, you know, the, the, the biggest things I think I took from this is I would emphasize Nathaniel's trust, but verify, you know, even, you know, always make sure that you are educating yourself on different matters. Uh, we really, really believe in that and we think you should, but at the same time, also rely on your professionals, right? Have them do the heavy lifting, have them do the work. Um, don't be scared to ask those questions like Nathaniel mentioned. And then my second point would really go based off Dan's conversation of mentality is we talked about this on the personal side, but I think it's just as important on the business side is if you don't have another business partner, like I do with Dan Nathaniel, you know, don't be scared to talk to somebody about the things you're going through, right? Discuss it. See if you can talk to another business owner, see if it's a family member, whatever your outlet is, take the steps to really just speak it out. Right. I mean, even if it's just venting, right. you're not going to make a decision because that can be really, really helpful to get through some of these times because they're very real. Um, and so don't be scared to talk about the difficulties because everyone's going through it. You know, a lot of people go through this, even through this circumstance or not being a business owner is a, is very, it's a different kind of stress like Nathaniel mentioned, but it, and it needs to be talked about. Um, so please, if you ever want to even to talk to us, we're always open to talking with other business owners because we are going through the same thing and we can relate. Um, so those are the two things that I would, I would leave you with today. Dan, send us off. I was going to leave with a quote because I love leaving with a quote every once in a while on these podcasts. I'm still going to do that. Before I do that, I, I want to, just because of Tim's comments he just made that were just, they're fantastic. I wanted to dive a little deeper in there in my last moments here. Um, ask for help, be comfortable with it. Like, like my two partners in this podcast are saying, and look for help where you maybe wouldn't necessarily see it. Reach out to those other industry pairs that maybe you wouldn't do so. We know a lot of restaurant owners at this time period where they walked into this with a labor shortage, afraid to share employees because another restaurant would take that employee. That's a fear. But right now, we're all in this together. It, maybe it makes sense to re-explore a uh, situation like that. Um, you know, we well, speaking from our own from our own business, we've done uh, virtually none. Uh, from a from a work standpoint, as far as prospecting over the last number of weeks, we we haven't had the capacity to do that in fielding calls and in, in furthering research. So we have made ourselves more comfortable asking our clients, "Hey, if you feel this service has been great, please um, introduce it to other people." And we've had an overwhelming amount of support from our clients and their willingness and desires to do that. So sometimes you just have to just get comfortable with asking. And then here's the quote that I'll leave you with. This is a quote from D. Hawk, who is the founder of Visa. Failure not to be feared 
it is from failure that most growth comes. No, oh, man, that was great. I love quotes. Uh, that was, yeah, that was really good. Well, guys, thank you for obviously joining me. So, and thank you all the listeners for listening to our podcast. We hope you're enjoying our episodes and, and we look forward to continue to uh, produce them as the time comes. Uh, everyone have a great day and we'll, we'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you for taking the time to start your journey of thinking differently and listening to LBW talk about stuff they love. Until next time. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual on any specific security, on any specific broker-dealer or custodian. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments, broker-dealer or custodian may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are solely their own and do not reflect the opinion of Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC. Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC, and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.